Hi everyone, this is Georgiana and you're listening to Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. And I'm super happy today to be talking to another employer, employer branding manager. Her name is Noah Levav and uh, she works for Products Up here in Berlin, actually as a recruiting and employer branding manager. So nice to meet you, Noah, and thank you so much for, uh, for being with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Georgiana. And uh, before we dive deeper into employer branding matters, please tell me exactly what does your role entail? And of course, what does ProductsUp do? Sure. Uh, first of all, so ProductsUp provides a cloud-based SaaS platform uh, for product content integration, optimization, and distribution in commerce. Uh, so we help brands and retailers uh, validate, structure, and enrich their product content for thousands of retail and digital channels, uh, including Amazon, Walmart, Google, and Facebook. Um, maybe that's a bit technical. What it basically means is that products up customers can get their products to market faster uh, and scale their businesses and capture new opportunities. Okay. Um, yes, for me, uh, my role for the past two years has been supporting recruiting and employer branding. Uh, in the past, I was kind of a general recruiter supporting in multiple departments like engineering, sales. Um, but now I, uh, as the team has grown, I focus on hiring for our scaling marketing department. Um, so basically that and uh, most of our employer branding initiatives uh, from our Instagram account, company values, uh, career page and other candidate facing initiatives. I, uh, I actually could see on your uh, LinkedIn profile that you switched from uh, recruiting manager to recruiting and employer branding manager, which I think is mm -hmm. a little bit more encompassing as a role. So then, yeah. so then my question is, which is your favorite of the two? That's a very good question. Um, I guess ever since joining, I've been involved with Product Up's employer brand to an extent. Uh, it started with a few things like managing our Glassdoor page um, and supporting with some events and handling things like creation of videos after internal events and things like that. Uh, but my focus and priority was always recruiting back then. That was basically based on the company's needs. The product up was quite small still. Um, but we, we grew quite a bit. Uh, we just reached the 180 employee mark. Wow, congratulations. Um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I guess at the beginning of 2020, I was given the opportunity to own a very big project to revive our company values. Uh, so this project and its scope grew quite a bit uh, the more I dug into the topic. And after reaching a specific milestone uh, with the project, I was basically promoted um, to kind of really own, own the space. So I say I'm some sort of a hybrid. Okay. Um, do you think that HR is going to own the workplace in the foreseeable future? Will HR be responsible for bringing people back to the workplace? At least this is what Gartner, a Gartner study shows. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think employee experience in general uh, should be prioritized, uh, whether our company is 100% remote or based in the office. And I think the responsibility on who would need to bring people back uh, depends on the organization, um, the structure, and the responsibilities. I guess for us, yes, it would be the HR department that would be responsible for that. Um, but I do think the important thing here is what would be the definition of workplace in the future. Uh, in any case, it should be in the company's best interest to provide a great working environment wherever their employees are based. I think there are 
ways to do that in the office and outside of it as well. For sure. But anyway, that's going to definitely fall on the shoulders of the HR. So (laughs) 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 challenging times ahead. Yeah. Okay. Noah, how important do you think is for a company to have very carefully defined values and to, I don't know, maybe really walk the talk that they have on their website with regards to values? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as I just uh, mentioned, we wrapped up a year-long project uh, based on our company values. Um, for us at the beginning, we actually introduced seven company values quite a while ago. Uh, and the aim was with my project of reviving them was to make sure that our employees are really well connected to the company values and to make sure that the values are really, they basically stand for who we are. Um so when I took on this project, it was a lot of, for me, it was based on, on employees. I was reading through a lot of uh, pulse survey results from past, uh, past pulse surveys. Uh, we, I was hosting workshops together with my manager, conducted internal interviews in order to really involve as many people as possible in the process. Uh, because in the end, our mission was to find out what, what values our employees relate to. So I think defining defining these values uh, helped me personally when it comes to our tone of voice uh, on social media and our career page or our job descriptions, for example, um, and also my take on internal communications too. So um, I think it's I think it's very important um, as long as you make sure that the values you end up with really you know translate what you are as a company mm-hmm. and reflect what people really really think. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's something that. Companies of all sizes should um, should maybe look up and uh, yeah. to give better attention to. Okay, three tips that you could give an employer branding manager who's just starting out. Mm. Um, I guess for me personally, um, I think it would have been helpful if someone would have said this to me when I started. Uh, but things I kind of managed to do. I guess first of all is build relationships. Uh, internally and work on stakeholder management. I think one of the the things that made my life easier when going about anything from a small recruiting campaign to a huge project like our company values was the fact that I have been establishing positive relationships with many stakeholders around the company from day one. Uh, So mainly in the marketing department, but not only. Um, Then I would maybe focus on informing or educating myself. uh, If if you know people are like me and are basically kind of defining the role as they go, it is a small company in the end. Uh, so basically, I'm learning a lot by doing. I look for as much information as possible, whether it's conferences, webinars, podcasts, just like this one, um, or articles and blogs. I feel that I learn so much, uh, you know, from reading and reaching out to other professionals who have more experience than I do. Um, and finally, I would say stick around. Uh, I think back on past companies I worked for before products up and even in companies that are more challenging or where the culture is a bit more complex, uh, there are things to learn um, by, you know, even if uh, sometimes even how not to do things can be a valuable yeah. lesson oh, if you, if you stick it out. Absolutely. And if you, uh, look closely in retrospective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, what does the future of work look like in general? in your opinion? And then what does it look like for products up? Um, I really want to believe that some of the flexibility driven by the pandemic will stay in the future. Uh, so people would have the freedom to find 
what works best for them. Uh, if it's working from home or other locations, also flexibility in working hours. Uh, for Product Up, I think the fact that we were always flexible and home office friendly as a company, uh, first of all, made the transition for us to fully remote was was quite easy at the beginning of the pandemic. Of course, it had its challenging aspects, but um, I'd say compared to other companies, it was pretty smooth. Um, and we actually recently added an option to have a mobile working contract at Product Up so that our employees have the freedom and flexibility to work remotely in the future as well. And I personally think that's an amazing benefit. Um, I mean, being an expat myself, it means you can go home and maybe see your family and work from there. Um, yeah, but we, we also made sure that our employees have a comfortable home office set up, uh, you know, delivering monitors, desks, and, and chairs in, in, case, uh, in case it's needed, because that's also helpful. Okay, uh, you know, Noah, that's a question I, I usually ask all of my guests and I have to say it's helped me personally as well um, mm -hmm. in, in learning more and in discovering what helps other people. And this question is a book, concerns a book that you mm -hmm. found really, really helpful as you were starting out. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved uh, Powerful, uh, Building a Culture of Freedom and Responsibility by Patty McCord. Uh, she worked at Netflix for quite some time, and I, I actually follow her content also on, on LinkedIn. She has great videos, but in the book specifically, I love the focus on enabling people to succeed by giving them ownership, feedback, and freedom. Uh, it's definitely something I A, see in Product Up and B, strive for myself. Um, and I think that's a, that book is a great resource. Super, super. I actually heard about uh, about Netflix's employer branding um, strategy, and I know they have amazing content out there. So I will yeah. definitely check this out. And now I'm getting to my last question. If you had the mm. ideal budget, what would you do in terms of employer branding at Products Up or any other company? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, as I am now sharing some resources within the marketing department, uh, you know, using the help of content, uh, design, PR, uh, I guess an ideal scenario for me would be if I had the option to get some extra support so that I'm not dependent on, on marketing or their priorities. Um, so maybe having a designated social media manager to support with employer branding things, that would be amazing, for example. Uh, and I think I would also love an opportunity to work with an external agency uh, if we think about bigger, you know, bigger scope projects like defining our EVP in the future. Uh, it's definitely on my to-do list. And I'm as I'm basically learning by doing, I think it would be great to have some expertise, maybe external expertise in such a huge project. Got it. Noah, thank you so much for, for talking to me today. I, uh, I'll be in touch for sure soon enough, and I hope to meet you in person at some point. Thank you so much, Georgiana. Talk soon. Best of luck. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Inside Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Music. And if you want to read more on employer branding or digital marketing content in general, go to BeagleCat.com or EmployerBranding.tech. See you next time. Bye.